Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 42 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, best friend, tag team partner, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how are you doing today? Pretty good. I don't know the words to our own theme song. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Oh wow. I was going to sing it, and then I went, I don't know, pass for your heart. Style Tones shouts out. Follow them on Twitter. They don't post, but you'll know when they have a show, like two days beforehand. Thank you, Brian. So here we are, episode 42. <laughs> Off to a red-hot start. There we go. And just think, mm-hmm. only 10 removed from the greatest episode of all time. Only 10. Episode 32. Can you believe we peaked so early and have gone nothing but downhill since? Oh, of course. I mean, it's like you listen to episode 32 and you go, wow, that mm-hmm. they really... They were on to something. And then you listen to 42 and you just go, wow, Brian's trying to theme, sing theme songs. Eric didn't put a pause in between... Brian, how are you? What's the point? I don't know. What are they gonna talk? I, what are they gonna talk about? Christmas? Probably. Brian, how's your Christmas? My my Christmas is great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a nice Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Did you have an ice Christmas? Fuck yeah. Did you have a nice ice Christmas? I'll give you a fucking nice coffee. <laughs> Not an ice coffee. What about a nice coffee? I'll give you a nice coffee. <laughs> Uh, how, what, what did you do on Christmas? Did you just see family? I went did over. Did you see, uh, La Familia? Yeah, I saw my La Familia. Brian is Spanish. No. Yep. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Arab. Oh, that's right. Okay, Brian, how do you say, f- uh, Familia in, Sp- in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Brian and I had a drink ski before we started. Whoops. Uh, whoops. Uh, I hope Christmas was well. It was. Uh, New Year's is next. It is. Uh, uh that probably won't go as well. Mm-mm. I never really like New Year's Me that much anyway. <laughs> to be fair, I don't really like Christmas that much uh, anyway. Uh-uh. Uh, best thing you got for Christmas? PS4. God damn. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna about to throw a cat out a window for my Christmas gift. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, Hogan. Ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> How are you liking your PlayStation 4? <laughs> well, the first thing I did was... uh. Finally put back on the WWE Network. I let my friend from China, we talk about him a few times, mm-hmm. let him borrow my PS3 for a couple of weeks so I didn't have uh, what I normally watch the WWE Network on. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I tried to log in, but uh, thanks, Liz Squad. Thank you. Guys, you. Uh, Shouts out, Lizard Squad. We know you're listening to this. Appreciate uh, it. Sitting in a rock in the hot, hot sun because you're cold-blooded. Ice cold. I don't even mean that in like a mean way. I'm just no. saying that's Lizard's... Technically, are cold-blooded creatures. They are. So they live in the desert and they hang out on rocks. And those are just two lizard facts. Two episode forty-two lizard facts. <laughs> well, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> so uh, Lizard Squad took down PlayStation Network. You got a PlayStation Four. You couldn't use it. Nope. For like three days. <laughs> for like a day. I was able to log in at night, and that was uh, that was fine. And then I just played GTA Five, which mm-hmm. is like, man. It's almost like a totally different game. Oh, it's great. Uh, play Grand Theft Auto Online with us. Yep. Me, me and Brian are playing PlayStation 4, Grand Theft Auto Online. It's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have work, so we don't have any time to do anything else, so yeah. we'll just play that video game. I've, I've been sleeping really poorly. <laughs> oh, uh, why is that? Because I stay up till 4 in the morning <laughs> playing a PS4, regardless of what time I have work. Uh, but no, it's really cool. Uh, WWE Network works better on it. Everything mm-hmm. else works. It's like a PS3, but better. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's all I wanted. I love my oh, PS3. I should, I should let you borrow... Uh, 2K15. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just have it from GameFly. Yeah, that's all. I don't. I can't think of another game I want to rent, so I'll just. I'll let you borrow it. There, there are a few games out right now. I think. Yeah. Um, the Evil Within. Uh, Garrett hasn't. I don't want to play. Oh, it. that's right. Yeah, I guess all the games that you would want to play, Garrett has, Ta-da. and then all the ones that you don't want to play, Garrett has. Yeah. There you so, go. A lot of games. I played. I tried playing Battlefield Four. Uh huh. Game's a piece of shit. Yeah. No, that that game's awful. I remember playing that with you when he got it last year. That game's so convoluted. Like the, the controls. controls suck. The, oh god. The, <laughs> the way it looks, everything about Battlefield 4 is just like, why did you make this game? Especially because uh the original Battlefield was so revolutionary. Yeah. I remember like people would always talk about like their big 40 man parties riding on plane wings yep. and now nah, with four being like as shitty as it is, it's just I get it. You can't do too much with first person shooters, so whatever. I guess, but like God, do something. Mm-hmm. Man, it was like it's not Mm-mm. well made no. at all. No. So whatever. That's fine. So PlayStation 4s, that's the hot topic. Mm-hmm. But Brian, this is the end of the year. Yes, it is. Christmas is over. It is. You fuck. You rat bitch. It's over. <laughs> it's... What's wrong? And it's over, and New Year's is right around the corner. 2014, it's wrapping up. Put a nice little bow on it. We'll put it in the back of the closet where you forget about it, just like 2008 and 1994. Why those years? Uh, You just don't... Do you even, did you even think about them? Uh, 1994... Uh, I was in the third grade, uh-huh. and um, my parents bought a house on Christmas Eve. So yeah. what? Yeah. Really? Merry yeah. Christmas! We have a home. <laughs> Merry Christmas! I came. I when I was over at my parents' house for the holidays, I just went. So you guys have been living here for twenty years. Oh wow! Yeah. So we moved in Christmas Eve of two thousand uh, of nineteen ninety four, oh and God. then uh, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. That was the year I moved up to San Francisco. Oh wow! So th- it's kind of funny that those are two years <laughs> that you said. So those are hey guys, those are lizard. So far we have lizard facts and mm-hmm. Brian facts. Will there be Eric facts? No, there won't. You don't know shit about me, and you never will, and you never fucking will. I'm a goddamn mystery to you i'm like evolution yeah he's eric enigma ew <laughs> that's gross that sounds like something that sounds like the shittiest independent pro wrestler yeah he's like yeah i mean it's alliteration mm-hmm. eric enigma yeah or yeah. or it's just the batman villain edward enigma oh i didn't even think about that <laughs> Edward enigma oh man dude hey guys check out gotham what a great show no forget if that you love- check out batman forever <laughs> with jim carrey as the riddler and just watch the last like 30 seconds of the movie where he has a deformed skull. Keon was telling me, the guy that we know, Keon was telling me about how Batman Returns is so good. Uh Uh-uh. And that has to be the best of the worst of them. Uh Uh-huh. Those movies suck. They get get bad good after... No, they don't. After that movie? Nope. Nope. They get... They they are bad and remain bad. Oh, they are bad. Those movies suck. Uh, I don't know, because when you have uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger going... Freeze. I have so many movies that are like critically acclaimed that I haven't watched. I don't have time for exactly. what you just described. <laughs> like when people go do this movie, do watch the room. It's so bad. It's good. No, like, have you watched Lawrence of Arabia? No, I've never seen it. Figure out what you're doing with your time. <laughs> That's it. Go watch Roman holiday. Watch yeah. breakfast at Tiffany's. There are so many classic movies. you never ever seen and you're watching the room Uh more than once yes well really sit there pause this for just a second i'll let you know when you can come back okay go ahead and hit pause okay now in that time where you paused and now you're back i hope that you really sat there and thought about your choices about what movies you're choosing to watch and how you're choosing to spend your time how would they know to come back if they hit pause because they would go "Ooh, i wonder what and then they hit play Uh and then it's quiet and Uh they go "Ooh, was i supposed to come back and then i start talking okay good see you have to put a little pause in there. Uh-huh. Brian, your life is short. Mm-hmm. 
and then you die. Yeah. You remember what it was like before you were born? Mm-hmm. No, you don't, because that's what it's like after you die, Brian. Shit. Brian, who is your favorite wrestler of 2014? <laughs> Why did you feed me Anak before we did this? Because I didn't want I didn't want to drink rum, and we only had whiskey. And when you drink whiskey, you fight I, a house. I, I, get, I get I get mean. I get fighty when I when I. Eric disappears. He fights a house and throws up in closets. Don't forget Ray. That that's uh that's a joke specifically for Brian and Peter. Shouts out to Brian's brother Peter, who's definitely listening to this at his desk at work. Peter, stop laughing. Peter, stop it. Peter, stop. Everyone's it. gonna look at you. Peter, close your goddamn mouth. God damn it, Peter, with your buzzed haircut and stop touching your bicep. Yeah, Peter, you you're, son of a you're bitch. Wearing Wait. shorts and it's January. Did you just call your mom? You said that you're. I call my mom's word. Mom, did. mom, listen. Hey, I shouts know, out, Brian's mom. We mom, know you're listening. I know to this, you're listening we, to this. We apologize, mom. Please stop smoking. <laughs> Episode 42, Lizard Facts. <laughs> Brian, who's your favorite wrestler of 2014? Uh, I think my favorite wrestler of 2014 um, has got to be Dean Ambrose. Okay, that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny because I have, I have like two. Because mm-hmm. the first half of the year, I don't think anyone could argue against Daniel Bryan. Oh, of course. But him being out the whole last half of the year yeah. really puts a damper on that. Yeah. Uh, I think Dean Ambrose had a really cool run. Mm-hmm. My wrestler of the year, WWE wrestler of the year, Seth Rollins. Yeah. I don't think he ever missed a step. 2014 was his breakout year. He was super incredible. Absolutely. Uh, he was a great good guy in the shield when they finally made like that face turn. Mm-hmm. Even better as a bad guy. Even even good in the tease to the heel turn. Yep, exactly. In February. S- Seth Rollins, I can watch the moment where he gets the chair and turns on Roman Reigns over and over. Because right yeah. before he swings, there's a guy in the crowd that goes, no! It's brilliant. <laughs> it's so good! That, the whole shield, like, like uh, going with evolution and, yep. like, having to pick up where, obviously, Daniel Bryan was injured. Yeah. I thought that was a great way to rework the story. Yes. Um, that's why I really like Dean Ambrose. I think they they gave him a lot of room to be... Himself. Himself yeah. on the mic. Yeah. Which they don't normally do. Mm-hmm. So that, to me was the reason I really liked him because I think we all already knew how good Seth Rollins was. Yeah. But we didn't really get to, I mean, we talked about it, yeah. you and I, but we didn't really get into how good Dean Ambrose was. And we knew Dean Ambrose was good on the mic. We knew he was good in the ring, but I don't think we knew the degree of which he could be good. Yeah. And, and given a lot of freedom, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that had to do with playing off Seth Rollins, who was the guy who was running away, having a shitty little security team, mm-hmm. having the authority to back him up and everything. And then that comes into play for this Monday's Raw. Mm-hmm. Man. Seth Rollins, I think, had an like a banner year for 2014. He talk about like a new star, a new face for WWE, a new staple. He he really is the guy who I'm tuning in for. Yeah. I want to know what he's doing next. His promos are really captivating. Mm-hmm. His ring work is awesome. Yeah, I feel like he can wrestle fast and loose. I feel like he can be real tight and like mm-hmm. mat based. Mm-hmm. He's great all over. What I really appreciate about um, Seth Rollins right now mm-hmm. is that he's not wrestling as much. Yes. And to me, mm-hmm. and whether or not you you guys out there are paying attention to why he's not doing it, mm-hmm. is that when he does wrestle, it's a big deal. Yep. Scarcity creates, you know, demand. Mm-hmm. And that makes you want to see his wrestling. That right. makes you really interested in watching him wrestle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got a lot of... I mean, they basically carried them through... Um, 
Our studio has been invaded by foreign sounds, oh, but no. go ahead. I'm sorry. They carried. They, the Shield and Seth Rollins and uh, Daniel Bryan carried WWE through the last year uh-huh. of programming. Uh-huh. So it's nice to see that they dial back somebody like Seth Rollins. Yeah. And then now when he does perform, it's it's heightened. Yeah. Uh, I like his character a lot. Mm-hmm. I love his ring work. I just... He's an opportunist. Mm-hmm. He is uh, on the mic. He's a dick. Yeah. And he's just like this guy where you just go, Sh- shut up. Fuck you. He's Which ev- is perfect as a heel. He's every heel that I love to hate in the 90s. Yeah. He's- oh, yeah. That's a great... Hey, that's like a really good way of putting it. Yeah. It, I mean, we <clears throat> talked about how he used to be yelling in the ring like, come on, John. Come on, John. <laughs> do something. <laughs> what are you going to do, John? <laughs> His promo on Monday night, I uh-huh. thought should have ended the show. Oh, I, I thought it was great. I, I, I think the way they ended Monday Night Raw was a mistake. They should have ended it with John Cena and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Because when that was done, I went, the show's over, right? And then there was still 20 minutes of program. Yeah, there was still a lot of, uh, there's still a lot of program going on. It was just like, how many times can we recap what just happened? We got it. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. We got it. Hey, Raw needs to be two hours. Raw needs to really be two hours. Yeah. It would have been a great two hour show. It was a pretty good three hour show though. Yeah. Um, so, Superstar of the Year, we, we'll say uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan. I think D- Daniel Bryan kind of fits that that, yeah, that first absolutely. half of the year great run. Yeah. And now we just heard he's coming back for Royal Rumble. Very excited. Very, very excited. Um, if I had to pick an indie wrestler who I really appreciated this year, who mm-hmm. I thought really, like, was already in his own, but really came into his own elsewhere, like, Adam Cole mm. is so much fun to watch in the ring, but what a great promo, great ring work. He knows how to kind of work a crowd in a match right he had a really cool feud with the briscoes in ring of honor but nice. all of his all of his uh mount rushmore stuff and pwg with steen and, and and the young bucks yeah the young bucks have to be up there for for superstar like wrestlers of the year yeah god i love the young bucks I, so much they're my favorite team i man i mean i know you love edge and christian yeah and christian and i love the new age outlaws yeah but i think my favorite tag team ever yeah man they are ha- they are so much fun to watch right now i it, like how are they that good i don't know and and i'm still i'm still shocked by all the stuff they pull off yeah even their old stuff uh-huh like you get that face buster and then all of a sudden that hop to the apron to the moonsault is like i know it's coming and it still makes me feel fucking crazy every time i see it like how i have to rewind it and see how he does yeah that. it's like when daniel bryan does the backflip off the, yeah. the turnbuckle mm-hmm. it, it's something that you love to see happen mm-hmm I, I don't know how they, to me, I just think about like the discipline that goes into like that, the craft of wrestling Yeah, and how, you know, back in the day there really wasn't too much of it. Yeah. Yeah. You wrestled every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wrestled in road shows and you know, um, you know, live shows like, uh, house shows is what I mean to say. Yeah. To drink. Yeah. There you go. Road shows. Um, but you know, when you see somebody who does this like precision yep. that the young bucks do, like, how often do they have to practice? I, I don't know. And it's the same reason I love El Generico yeah. or, or Sami Zayn. And and the reason I say El Generico is because this is where I, like, I really got to liking him because that's when I first noticed his body control and his ring awareness mm-hmm. are, like, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. He can tell a story just with his body, the way he can make everything look bigger. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. It's It's really awesome to see someone who has honed their craft so well. And, and you say this about actors or athletes too, mm-hmm. people who have honed their craft so well, they're at like the top of their game. And and that's really a good way to put it because somebody like Sami Zayn back in the independent circuit only mm-hmm. could tell a story mm-hmm. with his body. Yeah, because he didn't talk. He El, never El spoke. never spoke and he really learned 
to be expressive with his face, even though he was wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and be super expressive with his body, and be charismatic within his movements, mm-hmm. in the way he would tell a story just through his arms, his legs, and his torso. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and and uh, I think more people could really learn from that. Yeah. Um. I think Alex Shelley is really underrated in the way that he performs also. Because mm. I feel like he tells a story really well non-verbally. So that that's just, hey, check out Alex Shelley. There you go. How about that? Uh, match of the year? Do you have any... Uh... Honestly, I I really liked um, the NFC Divas match. Oh, that was really good. That, that uh, was a great match. Our women's championship. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was a match that I knew was going to be good. Uh-huh. Didn't expect it was going to be that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Neville Zane, uh, championship match was a great storytelling, mm-hmm. great culmination of the year, but man, they put on a clinic. Yeah. Sa- Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks and Charlotte are like really incredible together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sasha Banks had a lot to do with that. Yeah. She I, was really, really good in that match. She, she is a wrestler who models herself after, I think the best people to model yourself after, mm-hmm. which is Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And, uh, and Watching her in the ring, watching her on the mic, there are a few things on the mic I feel like, you know, she can develop on, but that's why there's NXT. But when she gets in the ring, it is all just go, 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 high performance, Yep. really clean. And like we said last week or the week before, it's not that we're seeing an improvement. Mm -hmm. We're seeing more time given. Exactly. And so you can actually see what she can produce. Yeah, exactly. I I agree. She She's probably like my breakout of the year just Mm -hmm. because... You know, you want to keep an eye on NXT. Like, Sami Zayn is, like, the guy. Yeah. But honestly, before we saw him all the time, we knew that Sami Zayn was the guy. Yeah. Like, he showed us that he deserved it. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I mean, he showed it to us in a room with 250 people. <laughs> yeah, if it was even 250 people. I, I mean, it, it's crazy because, like, I know we talk about this all the time, but uh, a week ago, Eric and I were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Put on some... Uh, Can you pe- believe we were just doing that? I just know. Just hanging out? Just hanging out. Just a couple of guys. Whoa. Out. Just two dudes. Just hanging out. Just that's hanging all. Out. Hey, that's what we do. We're that's just two we're guys. We're having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and, and we were kind of reminiscing on the 2005 to 2007 yeah. time when we went to PWG mm-hmm. and saw the people who are getting big yeah. in WWE right now. It's such a cool part of our lives that we were able to experience that in PWG and the growth that they had and like, cause they had just started when we started watching Yeah, and they've just consistently produced a high quality product since that point. Yep. We saw people like Cesaro. We saw people like Chris Hero. We saw CM Punk. Yep. We saw, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan yep. and Sami Zayn and they like landed on us in front of us yeah. and like, man, that freaking trips me out. Yeah, I know. It's really crazy to think about, but that's how you hone your craft and that's how you do something really well. Yeah. And that's why I think there's, there's like a like an indie revival going on right now. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of great stuff going on in the indies. I know a lot of people are turning down, not maybe not like a lot, but people are turning down WWE tryouts and contracts because they want to stay independent. Yeah. Make the money because the money's there. Yeah. And and when the money's there and when people stay independent and hone their shit and then come in and do great stuff later, that's awesome. That's Absolutely. only that's only going to be good for the business. Absolutely. So, it's exciting to see. And um, and what I like about that is that it it's starting to create more of a buzz around the independent circuit mm-hmm. rather than having it be WWE is the main event. Yeah. And so now you're seeing a lot more innovation, a lot more, I mean, you always do, but yeah. you see a lot more innovation. You see a lot more, you know, good storytelling in ring and on mic. Yep. And that is going to produce higher quality and maybe it'll push something 
to the level yep. of WWE. Well, I don't think this is going to get there, but New Japan has Wrestle Kingdom 9 coming up in just a few weeks. Yeah. And that's going to be really big. Yeah. I mean, they have they have English commentators. They got JR, it, right? Yeah. And Matt Stryker. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's cool. So check out their YouTube channel. There, there's a nice, like, rundown of... Um, What's going on? Like to catch you up in New Japan, mm-hmm. a who's who of of everything, and we we talk about a lot of indie wrestling. New Japan is like it, man. It's mm-hmm. so good. New Japan is the shit. It's yeah. so good. Wrestle Kingdom Nine is gonna be really exciting. I feel like the two things, that, like okay, I feel like we get some emails that go, okay, what should I watch for indies? Yeah, PWG, uh-huh. New Japan Pro. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think Ring of Honor has really cool programs going on. If you live on the East Coast, you might get it on TV. Uh, but. You know, it's New Japan is like it. Mm-hmm. New Japan is so cool. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they got out. Bullet Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hell yeah, Bullet Club. You got the machine gun. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you got Luke Gallows and Asukar. Yep. And I don't know, man. It's just, it's great. It's great to see wrestling that's outside of WWE. Yeah. So, so um, indie wrestler of the year because this is what started this tangent. <laughs> uh, I said, uh, I, I think the, Adam. I think Adam Cole, the Young Bucks are just great. They're great. They're great. They're great. They're great. They're great. But match of the year. Uh, you said that, that women's title match, I have to go back and look at, um, geez, man, Shield versus Wyatt. I, I at, know. At, at Elimination Chamber. It was <sighs> that good. It was that good. It really was that good. The crowd, like, I don't know how best to put this into perspective. A wrestling match is so, like, dependent on the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to this a little bit later when we get to Raw, mm-hmm. especially about the crowd. They were chanting holy shit before any action yeah, yeah. started. Yeah, and people were chanting this is awesome as people walk to the ring. That, I mean, that's how you hype a match. Yep. I it don't was know. just so much anticipation. So, And I thought that match really delivered, too. I liked it better than the Evolution uh, Shield match. Yeah. Uh, the Wyatts looked really strong. The Shield looked really strong. I thought I thought everyone, everything came to a head, and I thought yeah. that was really, really good. So there you go. That's, that's some of our picks of the year, and uh, we're like 20-something minutes in. There we Look go. at that. Look at how we did that, which is great because, hey, Brian, how's NXT this week? Uh, very short. Uh-huh. It was uh, Corey Graves and Renee Young uh, going like, hey, here's what happened this year. It's like, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I watched. I, I watched all of them. Yeah. Believe me, I didn't miss an episode. Have not missed any NXT Mm-mm. at all. So we watched Mm-mm. all that, and then we got a rematch for the women's uh, championship. That was awesome. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. What did you think of the match? I thought it was a great match. I mean, it's two women who are great at their craft. Mm-hmm. Sarah Del Rey has done amazing work with the people at NXT. Right. And I am really impressed with how clean these women wrestle. Yeah, it's I mean you you put any other matches up against any of the guys, I think it's great. I mean this was as good as the Revolution match. Yep. I I, I thought it, I thought it was really good. The crowd was tired. Yeah. I felt I, like I feel like it was tacked on to the end of a live event. Yeah, it, I think I think it was. I think they had taped other stuff and then they went like and also this match. And, yeah. and I felt like the crowd was like oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's go. They wanted to get into it but it was pretty it they were pretty exhausted. Yeah. Um I like the match. Mm-hmm. Uh Charlotte wins with a figure four leg lock that is like Bridged. elevated with a bridge. I thought yeah. that was really cool. I thought that was awesome. Thought, I thought that was really great. Any spots that you remember? Anything that really... The thing that stood out to me the most was <laughs> was at the end of the match uh-huh. with Ric Flair. He was totally going to go through the elbow drop yep, yep. sequence on his jacket mm-hmm. and the ref had to come in and tell him no. <laughs> how, to me, and maybe I'm wrong, how dare you tell Ric Flair <laughs> not to do anything? It was uh, It was a silly moment. I mean, that's what you, at this point in wrestling, you know, it's all 
fun and set up. Yeah. And why wouldn't you just let Ric Flair yep. give the crowd what they want? I, what I really wanted from this match was Becky Lynch to almost get involved and then Ric Flair to like pull her down and mm-hmm. like chest chopper and she like ran away. And that, I think, I think that would have been a that, cool. That would have been good. But I think they want, they don't want like guys hitting women, uh, which whatever. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. When you have people like, uh, in PWG, you have Candice uh, yeah, uh, LeRae. Yeah, exactly. Re- yeah. We watched Bola, yeah. and, I, and I remember watching it and halfway through the match going, oh, right, she's a woman. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's great when you blur, when you blur that line. It's great. But, you know, I thought I thought this match was pretty good, uh, and Charlotte won, so she mm-hmm. retained. So I, I assume she'll be called up eventually, but it's going to be a little while. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think she'll lose the title to Bailey and then get called up, but it's not like they have anything for her anyway. She's not a total divas. Uh, not right now. Divas, divas get... Uh, three minutes and then total divas. Yeah. Ta da! Ta da! Ta ta for the world. <laughs> Is that the theme song? Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I, I started I watching never, Total Divas last night. The show. I I have to watch it. Why? Because I can't get past the two levels of kayfabe uh-huh. that they have, and then talking to people at work. Who don't know what wrestling is, but watch Total Divas because it's on. What? Hold. Yeah. What? That happened just yesterday. Wait, uh, they watch Total Divas, but they don't watch wrestling. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why, I then why watch Total Divas? Because it's another reality show. But you don't know who any of these people are or what they do. Yeah, and you don't know who the Real Housewives of Georgia are, but you learn. Yeah, I guess that's the point. Yeah. No, I never. I hey, it really never occurred to me. I don't watch reality. TV. I really don't watch any TV. I don't mm-hmm. have TV. Yeah. But uh, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. It, it It's weird because I'm sitting there talking about wrestling. Uh-huh. They're sitting there talking about reality TV. And then I have to explain to them uh-huh. the difference and uh-huh. why it's two layers of being fake. Oh, it's so weird. And they don't get it. Like, I have to remember to not call Tyson Kidd Tyson Kidd, but TJ, because they don't know him by Tyson Kidd. I have to make sure to call, like... Naomi by Ariana or whatever her actual name is. Trinity. 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 And then, and then Cameron is Ariana. And it's, I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting because they've developed this way to bring people in. Like Mm -hmm. I said before, and that's why I want to watch Total Divas because they bring people into a product Uh that they have zero. How do they feel? Did you ask them how they feel about Tyson Kidd? Yeah. What did they say? She said she hated Tyson. No, you can't hate Tyson Kidd. He has all these cats. I know. That's what I said. And she said it didn't matter. And no. I said, but no, he has cats. He has all these cats. But they love uh-huh. Daniel Bryan, our oh, Bryan really? Danielson. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, Does he call Bryan Danielson on the show? Yeah. And, uh, that's so weird. Again. His Instagram is Bryan Danielson. And two, that made me laugh. Two layers of fake. Oh, that's so weird. Because you know he's Daniel Bryan in WWE, but right. what, if you're past that, past that and Uh you know like we do and if you're listening to the show you know his name is brian danielson right so it's like okay well you have to call him brian to people who watch only total divas Uh and make them know that it's like not the same name and then like it's weird really like i didn't i really that never occurred to me that like people watched it just for that Mm -hmm. like this person is is somebody who doesn't like she works in cosmetics Uh uh-huh and like funny and and I'm just like, hey, what's up? It's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, what do you do? I do this wrestling podcast. And uh-huh. it's like, I don't want to bother you with it, but I, I watch this wrestling podcast. Nobody needs to know about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're listening to the show. <laughs> and then and then she's like, oh, like Total Divas? And I'm like, you watch Total Divas? 
And that's what started this conversation. Hates, I mean, you're supposed to hate Tyson Kidd yeah. in, in Total Divas, right? Right. Because he's like a dick, but he's like the best. But at the same time, she also doesn't like Natty because she thinks that Natty is a whiny person. Right? <laughs> it's weird. That's so bizarre. It It's such a trippy, like, experience to have the insight of knowing what wrestling is like, having the insight of knowing what media is like, and then, co- like... Having conversations with people who have no idea what either of the two do. Wow. Because they don't, they're like, well, I mean, they're going to get divorced, right? And I'm like, no. No. H- honey, they're fake. It's all fake. <laughs> S- sweetheart, they're, uh, they're totally acting. <laughs> Tyson Kidd driving home with Natalia talking about, like, where the cats would go if they got divorced. How do you watch that and go, this is real? That is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, the cats, I mean, they, like, like me better. They... The cats like you better? That's a real, like, I'm supposed to sit here, I couldn't imagine watching that and mm-hmm. thinking it was real. <laughs> I couldn't. It would be impossible. It would be crazy to think that is real. If if you met somebody, and again, this is what is constructed. If you met somebody who said that to you, you would hate them immediately. <laughs> you would just look at them and go, okay, cool, I'm going to leave now because you fucking suck. Oh, man, that's so funny. Like having to watching Total Divas but not watching wrestling is like, oh wow, okay, okay, yeah, that's so bizarre. People do it, huh? That, people love Total Divas. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, there you have it. it but that's okay because we have Raw. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Total Divas is fake, but let's talk about Raw. Raw. Uh, Raw is war, as uh, you may know. Uh, <laughs> live from DC is is Raw tonight. Our nation's capital. capital. Carnage. Cap. Ooh, nice. Nice little... Go watch Capital Carnage. Uh, we probably should have said what we're going to watch for our pay-per-view next week at the beginning of the show. But I guess it's coming at the end. There you go. So stay tuned. <laughs> so you got this far in the episode. This is where we tell you that we're hyping it. Hype, 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 hype. Hype, hype, hype. This is the mojo. This is the mojo rally of what our next podcast is going to be. Uh, hype, 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 hype. Tight. Hype, 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 hype. We got a golden retriever too hype, excited. Hype, hype, hype. <laughs> it's when you go up to the dog and go, hey, 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 and the dog goes, oh, oh, oh my God. He starts jumping yep. and the owner's like, no, mojo, mojo, heel, heel. Brian, Raw's live from the Horizon Center in D.C. Great. Hooray! Yay! Uh, Michael Cole on commentary with JBL and Jerry the King Lawler. JBL says, Congress, stay home and make this country better. <laughs> All right, Dad, relax. <laughs> Thanks, Calm Dad. down. Thanks, casual racism. Yeah, the, the next sentence out of his mouth, I would expect to be like, yeah, it's just got to be really hard to be a cop right now. All right, cool. Neat. Uh, Tony Chimmel is out. <laughs> yeah. And this then, was on purpose because it was for Edge and Christian. Yeah. So special guest host tonight for Raw, uh, Christian and Edge. Yeah. What the fuck was that? It was Christian and Edge. Yeah. Why? Why did they bury Christian? Because it's Christian and Edge. I get. I mean, like, I guess to everybody else, it has to be a real bummer to be Christian because there's Edge. They're just as good as each other. No, I don't know what you're talking. You must be talking about Edge. No, I'm talking about Captain Charisma. I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, Tony Chimmel announces uh, Christian, and he announces the rated R superstar Edge. I love that's that's the reason that Tony Chimmel was there. Yeah. Just strictly to announce Edge as the rated R superstar, <laughs> which is my favorite uh, call. It's my favorite announce mm-hmm. because it's so like 
shitty, it makes you hate the guy who's about to come out. Before you see who it is, you know you don't like him. Yeah. Because look at how the fuck he's announced. It's great. And then Christian is scared by the pyrotechnics. I, I love Edge holding him back. He's like, oh, oh no. It's, uh, it's all right. Wait, wait, wait. It's all I got right, a surprise for you. Yep. Uh, there's going to be a cutting edge peep show later tonight. Uh, Rusev against Dolph Ziggler in a Champions versus Champions match. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. Daniel Bryan's going to be there. Yes, yes, yes. Five second pose. Yeah, all right. Hey, I love Edge and Christian. Great. Oh, shit. It's Brock Lesnar. So excited. Holy shit, it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Brock Lesnar. And then it's actually Brock Lesnar. It's actually Brock with, Lesnar. With Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman comes out and he says, Hi, I'm Paul Heyman and this is uh, Brock Lesnar. And uh, you, you both die if you try to fight Brock Lesnar. But luckily, he doesn't want to fight you. Exactly. That's he, it. He's got no bone to pick. He's he, not, he doesn't want to break the neck of somebody whose neck's already broken. Yeah. He wants to break virgin necks. <laughs> that's what Paul hey, Heyman said. Hey, that's great. That's awesome. But that, I mean, this is what makes... Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar work. Yep. You don't see them for months, and when they show up, you're upset that they're there because they weren't there for months. Yep. Exactly. I still don't think we saw enough Brock Lesnar this year. I agree. But but I feel like that's part of it. Yeah. I feel like you wanting to see Brock Lesnar, and then when he shows up, you get that tingly special feeling. But I think you can do that without him being champion. I agree. I, but I think it's I think right now it's at a point where. We're probably not going to see Brock Lesnar too much after his championship run. Mm-hmm. And I think this is his last kind of drive in the WWE. I agree with you. Because once he loses the title, why would you even come back? Yeah, he'll just go. He's yep. done. Yeah. He's, ma- he's made his money. He's done everything he needs to do. He doesn't need to be here. Mm-hmm. He's just back to conquer one more time yep. in a way that is super effective. Yep. I'll, I'm I'm all for it, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like the hugest Lesnar fan yeah. right now. Well, there you go. So Lesnar comes out with Heyman, and then John Cena comes out. And John Cena, sa- John Cena says, I'm going to take that title from you, you savvy. Where's all the rum? Where's all the rum at, guys? Sean, uh, Sean. Brian is doing his uh, his best Sean impression of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Where's all the rum, you savvy? There you have it. So he must have watched that. So last week it was a let it, let it go mm. frozen <laughs> reference. And this week it's a uh, where's all the rum reference. Where's all the rum at? Whatever. Uh, he goes to attack... Uh, Paul Heyman to bait in Lesnar and Lesnar and then there's the attitude adjustment but it's a fake and then John Cena takes off his shirt and then that's the end of the segment yeah notes on the I, segment I really like the crowd at uh-huh. this part in the match oh I mean I but I don't night. I don't blame them for where it goes the rest of the night oh no but the fact that they didn't chant Cena sucks but let's go Brock yep. or we love Brock mm-hmm. that was cool that's all I ever want. I don't. I don't want. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. I want. Let's go, Cena. Let's go, whoever. Mm-hmm. That, that, or that. or literally anything else supporting the yep. other person. Exactly. There you have it. Just support the other person. Mm-hmm. Champion versus champion matches up. Dolph Ziggler against Rusev. Uh, what'd you think of this match? I didn't see the point of this match aside from the fact that it's two people who I would like to see wrestle more. You know, you know how this is gonna go. There's gonna be a disqualification or a screwy finish because Rusev doesn't lose. Of course. But um. You didn't. You knew that Dolph Ziggler wasn't going to lose either because the Intercontinental ch- title is above the United States Championship. Excuse me, the United States Championship. Right. So the whole time I'm watching, I'm going, "How do we work in a screwy finish?" And then there are some like clobberings in the corner where like he doesn't really break at five, and mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean. I like this match because I love when Rusev gets time mm-hmm. because goddamn, he's really good. He's actually a really fun. He's a, he's a lot of fun to watch. He sells really well. Mm-hmm. All of his mannerisms are so big. He's like this big hulking brute who can do stuff so quickly mm-hmm. 
He's great. He's, I mean, Rusev, given time, is a lot of fun to watch. The worst thing about him is his booking right now. I agree. And this is going to be a thing where we look back at it after the streak is, you know, broken and he can, like, lose and win. You know, it, it will, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to look back and go, like, man, what a run. You know, he was undefeated for such a long time. And I feel like that's the way WWE books is, like, hey, in a year, you're going to look back at this and go, wow. But that would be, that would be effective if they were consistent. I agree. And that's the biggest problem they have. Yeah, it's it's typically fifty fifty booking and thankfully yeah. they put some you know they put some investment into a uh, into Rusev. I I had I I thought this raw was really interesting, and we'll get to mm-hmm. more of this in a minute. But like, I felt like there was a lot of character building in this show, and I feel like there needs to be if you're gonna have a three hour program, there needs to be a lot more character building for me to give a fuck about who all these people are. Yeah, and I felt like there was a lot of that. In this episode. In this episode. And then let's actually just move on because... Yeah. So R- Rusev and Ziggler ends uh, when there's a disqualification when uh, Rusev is swamp- stomping Ziggler in the corner. But mm-hmm. there were a couple good spots. DDTs, super kicks. A lot of super kicks on a Raw. A lot. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, we, and we talked about that before. There's a lot of super kicks in the WWE right now. I feel like Shawn Michaels retired and that just opened up for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, super kick party. So uh, there's a choke out on the accolade on Dolph Ziggler. Through the rope. Through the rope. I thought that was pretty cool. That was, yeah, that's great. It was different. It was interesting. Refs come down, they're like, no, you have to stop. And then uh, here comes Ryback, and Ryback's going to put an end to it. Mm -hmm. We go to commercial after Ryback saves Ziggler, and we come back, and and Ryback's still in the ring with a microphone. And he cuts it like a seven-minute promo. Yeah. It's almost a ten, it's like a whole segment about who he is, what he does, and why he is the way he is. And how he got here. What did you think of this? I thought that just talking about Ryback himself. Uh Uh-huh. This was the best thing they could have done for him. Uh-huh. Because Ryback is a guy who you have seen for better part of a decade. Uh-huh. Whether or not you realized it. Exactly. You saw him for the better part of a decade, but now you're getting the reason why. Mm-hmm. And he he would be a shit heel. Mm-hmm. So giving him this sort of like the the best way I can describe it is is it gives you that homegrown hero feel. Yeah was the best thing you could have done for his character. Mm-hmm. Biggest complaint? Uh-huh. The crowd. Yeah, but, like, this is so... I can't blame the audience because when you're given nothing like this for how long, mm-hmm. how do you react? You you are not... As an audience, you are not trained to respond to a promo at this length that is strictly character development. The... I... At, at all. I totally for agree. the last decade you're not trained for this the only thing i would say is that since you're not trained for it Mm -hmm. the way that he goes about telling you his story Mm -hmm. is so earnest Mm -hmm. that chanting what is such a it's such a piece of shit way to deal with somebody i I absolutely i hate the what chant everywhere i absolutely hate the what chant. or this is boring like substitute any sort of dismissive chant Mm -hmm. whatever it is when you're trying to actually i mean we're sitting here I wrote this out. I was having lunch a couple days ago, and I was just I, this. This popped in my head. The loudest okay. voice in wrestling is the crowd. Uh huh. That's the loudest voice. Yeah. Look at what they did to this year's WrestleMania. Right. This is the thirtieth WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and they changed the main event. Yep. You're the loudest voice in WWE. Mm-hmm. In any wrestling show, like you have the control uh, over the character, and you want a, a character to get pushed or not. It's really up to you as the crowd. Mm-hmm. So when you piss that away with stupid, 
Cena sucks stan- chance and what chance. When and you chant Jerry and JBL and Michael Cole. It, yeah. You have the power to do so much more for the characters than you even think. Mm-hmm. And that's why we get so upset every single week. And I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but mm-hmm. we get so upset every single week when we talk about, you know, the crowd at, at, at the live events because you can really get a person over. And so it really upsets me when I'm watching these episodes of Raw and they actually do something <laughs> for us like mm-hmm. this. And then we chant what? Yeah. Okay. We- so here's here's my counter. I agree with you. I hate that. Mm-hmm. But you have four sides to a ring. Or four ropes. Ha ha ha. You have four sides to a ring. Mm-hmm. When you're an audience in the round and you're not being played to, mm-hmm. why do you give a fuck? You are looking the main audience, mm-hmm. the main audience stared at the back of Ryback's head for seven minutes. Right. Why do I give a shit about the back of a guy's head for seven minutes? He is playing to the hard camera the whole time. And this is my biggest deal, my biggest problem with promos right now. And, and I know that people backstage are definitely told, play to the hard camera, hard camera, hard camera, hard camera. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm mm. done with it. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch Attitude Era stuff. Go back and watch earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to get a crowd reaction, you play to the guy all the way in the back. Uh, you, I agree. You play to the person in the front row and all the way in the back. They are playing strictly to a hard camera where if you go to a live event, it the lo- the least number of people. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you're cutting a promo for seven minutes and people are staring at the back of your head. Why do I give a shit? Talk to me. Turn around and talk to me in section 38J, mm-hmm. row four, seat eight. And then nosebleeds. Talk to me. I, I, I definitely and, agree with and that. And so I don't blame a crowd when they're not being spoken to. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys aren't reacting right. They're not being talked to. And, and the camera at home is being talked to. And I think that's boring, and you don't get crowd reaction. Hey, turn and talk to the crowd. Yeah. Don't play to the hard camera all the time. I, and and I I fully agree with that, because it's it's a live event. It is a theater in the round. Mm-hmm. It is something that you should do. But at the same time, you do also have the Titan Tron, mm-hmm. which, honestly, if you're not in the first 25 rows, uh-huh. you're watching the Titan Tron. I do my best not to. You Yeah, you and I do. Uh-huh. Do most people? I don't know. But that's the same as, like, scoreboards at a stadium. I try not to watch those unless it's a replay. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's happening in front of me. Exactly. Because I can watch it on TV. Exactly. If I want to see how it looked on TV, I would have stayed at home. Exactly. I, that's what bothers me about... Okay, cut a promo to everyone. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch Attitude Era stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't cut promos to a hard camera. They typically cut promos to the to the Titantron. Yeah. And they're walking around and moving and turning to the crowd and turning over here and looking yeah. over here. Play to all your areas. I fully agree mm-hmm. because especially now, you have more than, back in the day it was what, two or three cameras? Uh-huh. You had the hard camera and then yep. you had two down on the yep. on, And that, and that was pretty much it. Yep. Now you have the hard camera and then you have at least three or four there's, down there's there. Prob- there. I would say there's at least... 10 to a dozen cameras. I would mm-hmm. say there might be 12 plus. I, and then you have the crane. Yep. And that, I mean, that is such a versatile shot. That mm-hmm. I, I don't, I fully agree with you. I think the WWE needs to adopt sort of what Lucha Underground is doing, mm-hmm. which is playing to several cameras. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have is that it disrupts your orientation. Yeah, I, I agree. You can still have a hard camera, but I just think you can play to the hard camera when you're wrestling. Yeah. I just think promo wise, 
you should be you want that audience reaction you need to play to all four sides agreed and it's definitely you don't see that anymore and i think that is why you don't get the crowd reaction people just get sucked out of it yeah why the fuck do i care if you're talk if you're talking and turned away from me for seven minutes and you expect me to listen what absolutely not yeah no fucking way not a chance yeah not a chance and and that's that's the other thing because like okay fine you have the hard camera you want to play the hard camera fine Mm mm-hmm Back in the day, they had a person in the ring, mm-hmm. and that person would stand there, yeah. and you would see him sometimes on the hard camera, yep. but he was able to turn around yep. and talk to the people opposite of the hard yep. camera. Exactly. And you can still get that shot. Yep. You have so many cameras just worked yeah. to all the cameras. They, they just, they're a publicly traded company that's very worried about how they look on television. That's what it is. It, and, and and that's fine. I that, get it. But man, hey, you want that? that is going to be my main complaint every time is that you don't play to the four sides. There you have it. So, if you thought Ryback's promo was a waste of time, you're wrong because it's a character-building promo. I yeah. don't know how to tell you that you're wrong besides you're wrong. <laughs> if you think, oh, this was boring, I don't know what to tell you. This is how you build characters. Mm-hmm. And when you go, there's no characters in WWE. What you just saw is a character-building promo that gave you insight as to why this character is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, guess what? Now you know something about Ryback. Did you know that last week? Probably not. No. So you learned something, and a character has been built. You have, you, you have begun to establish an arc for a character. And, and at the end of this promo, he said, and Rusev, this isn't USA versus Russia. This is a big guy kicking another big guy's ass. Feed me more. Dope. Cool. It, Goodbye. Gi- it gives you substance for why he says yep. feed me more. Yep. Whether or not that was his original intent, now you have a, a backstory. Yep. There you I know it. what else you want. Yep. There you go. So we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we have Natalia against Nikki. Divas, you get three minutes. Go, 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 go. You did four moves. Great job. Tyson Kidd was the star of this match as he caught Nikki Bella. Yes. That was it. And then forearm and rack attack. Goodbye. We're done. Nikki Bella wins. Yep. Uh, Naomi hugs Miz backstage and says, hey, your agent did cool stuff. Thank you. And then Miz seemed confused the whole time. I, did he forget what he did? Because it really seemed like he did. I think he did. Maybe, <laughs> I, I, I think... I think it was all Mizdow. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I love... Hey, Miz... Again, going... Mizdow. And then Mizdow says it and then walks off. The only thing I wrote for this part uh-huh. was that Mizdow moseyed off gracefully. <laughs> it's true. That's a... Brian just quoted Ghostface. Good job. Kudos to you. You're welcome. Um, shut up, cat. Anna. The, the I'm going to throw you like a football. The Usos against... Oh, fuck you. The Usos against Miz and Mizdow. Uh... What did you think of this match? Uh, did not expect this match to be booked. No, the crowd was didn't give a fuck for the first half, and then out of nowhere, chanted, this is awesome. Shut up. I hate when the crowd does this, because it's, it's writing off a match before it starts, uh-huh. and then realizing, oh wait, they're actually putting on a good match for us. Yep. They want to do that every night. Yep. If you cheer them on, they're more willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone listening to this right now, if you're young enough to have never seen the Attitude Era, uh-huh. go back and watch some of the Attitude Era <laughs> matches. And we don't want to be those guys who harp about the Attitude Era, but it's really hard when you see a style that is very regimented now mm-hmm. compared to a looser time where people really were given more... Okay, here's the way that I put the Attitude Era versus what what you have now in WWE. A transition move in the WWE now mm-hmm. is a DDT, where 
Oh, there's, there's a rally and the face is coming back, but he's gotten beaten down. And oh, there's a missed move and a drop kick. Oh, everyone missed. Oh, DDT. And now they're both down. Yeah. In the Attitude Era, the transition move was a powerbomb. Yeah. Everybody did a powerbomb. Everybody. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And now it's been dialed back so far that you're expected that a DDT is like the big transition. Oh, wow. Oh, what a big move. The cheers that the powerbomb got are the cheers that the DDT gets now. It was just a bigger product at the time Mm -hmm. where people went fucking full blast and now it's really dialed back. Yeah. So that, that's the difference. And you have to be the vocal Mm -hmm. people who you can't write off a match before it starts. You can't as many times as you want to. You can't because you never know when you get something like this. Exactly. And I thought this match wasn't like out of control great. No. But man, it was really good. It it was all I'd ever want out of a regular Monday Night Raw, a regular yep. live show. Mm-hmm. I all I want is just a decent match that tells a story. And and I thought this told a great story. It had the mm-hmm. Miz the Miz was in the match pretty I mean the whole the time. The whole time. The whole match was the Miz. I don't think Miz Doubt ever came I, no, in. He was never he, tagged the in. The only time he ever came in was to take moves and to get tossed to the outside by himself and, or by Anuso. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was his that was the point of Miz Doubt. And I thought that told a great story. And Miz rallied and Miz rallied and the Usos took care of the Miz and they won. The yeah. Miz won. The the Miz lost and the Usos won and they are now the tag team champions. Great. Cool. Yeah. Hey, great. I love a title change on Raw. That's fun. Naomi came down and celebrated and hugged and stuff. Mm-hmm. Notes on the match? Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see the Ascension chase the WWE. <laughs> because that, that's going to be it. Yep. Because now you have a face tag. I mean, that's yep. the whole but that, reason that, that's the whole it. point. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we'll, we'll see that happen. Yep. Uh, big video promo of the Shield breaking up. Uh, felt like this match should have been on a pay-per-view. That's just me. I yeah. agree. Um... Cesaro is sitting in the ring while his music plays, and he says 2014 should have been his year. He's very upset. Uh, He says that he doesn't care about what the WWE Universe says because he comes in and delivers every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, If anyone wants to prove him wrong, come on out now. And then it's Bad News Barrett, who apparently is a face? Quickest way to rebrand the characters on their return. Uh, And he comes down and says he has some bad news, and um, uh, he's going to connect with Bullhammer Elbow. That that's, I get it. I get it. You uh, want to bring Bad News Barrett back and make him look strong, and and who's going to make him look great in a match? Cesaro. You have negated everything Cesaro did in his promo. That's the problem I have with it. Hey, I'm Cesaro, and I don't I show off, and I'm great, and I do everything I do in the ring, and mm-hmm. I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. And I lost. This would have been a match to end in a disqualification. Yep, but. The- I think that you put some... I think you could have sent anyone down there that's not Bad News Barrett. This was to get Bad News Barrett over, and we have to look at it that way. Right. This was to get Bad News Barrett over, and it's not to, like, hurt Cesaro or anything. It's to get Bad News Barrett over, strictly. Because Bad News Barrett looked very, very, very good in that match. Mm -hmm. Because Cesaro made him look very, very, very good in that match. And that's not taking anything away from Barrett, because he's excellent. Right. He's great in the ring. Right. Cesaro's a big guy, and they can do a lot of slugging shit, and, Mm -hmm. like, man, that was a cool match. But, like... Damn, when you cut a promo about, I'm that good, I don't care, I'm that good, I'm that good. And uh, then he doesn't... And then he doesn't deliver. Is like, okay, well, you're just kind of pulling the rug out from under him. That's the 50-50 booking that we don't like. And and that is exactly what I was going to bring up. Yep. Is that, the problem I have isn't that Cesaro went under. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's that 
this could be and hopefully is built to be because right now you have two stars who could perform like crazy together Uh you book a feud you book a a sub ic title belt feud between cesaro and barrett like you had between triple h and the rock yep i mean these are two people who are like burgeoning wwe champions i i i agree i think that i think that they're on the brink of something really great and uh we will see but you have to keep yeah. in mind this is not to bury cesaro and i don't want to use the word bury because people use it so loose mm-hmm. this isn't to hurt cesaro it's to build barrett because barrett's back there uh, you go yeah bullhammer elbow but barrett's a face but he did the old like there was like a heel moment he pulls the apron up the ref goes to, like, fix the apron. He pokes Cesaro in the eye and then hits the bullhammer. Yeah. Which, to me, is just, hopefully, this is going to build a feud between the two. That's it was, all I want. It was strange. I don't care that Cesaro lost mm-hmm. if this isn't the only incident. Yep. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, We get a uh, Harper promo backstage. Hey, guess what? We're building fucking characters. All night. All night. All goddamn night. Every day. Every Every promo was very good on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that they gave guys mic time that don't typically get mic time, and it was very good. Yeah. Thought Harper saying, I'm the product of the environment. Like, you shun people like me. I'm out here to fucking destroy you. Love it. And then uh, Jack Swagger comes out and gets destroyed by Luke Harper. Uh, Jack Swagger sucks his face uh, when he is not in his... When he doesn't have Coulter with him, I think, he needs to be a heel or uh, he just doesn't work. For me as a face. That's me personally. He just doesn't work on his own. Yep. He doesn't have the mouth. Yeah. Um, Luke Harper has devastating offense. <sighs> Every move he hits is like, oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> he hits clotheslines that look so like, oh, fuck, he took his hat off. Yeah. That, that discus clothesline that he is as a finisher is like, holy shit. I, it sounds so impactful. I love it. There you go. Clothesline from smell. I don't, please stop calling it that. Uh, so Harper wins. Any nuts from that match? Line from Shut up. Fuck you. Uh, Edge and Christian promo where Cena comes in and then they kind of go like, hey, remember when I did this? Yeah, remember when I beat you in hometown? Yeah, remember when I beat you in hometown? And Christian going, yeah, remember when Edge beat up your dad? What? Oh, over. Yeah, I'm coming. And he leaves. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. It was great. But holy shit, this built to the main event. Absolutely. Or like the main event promo mm-hmm. where Cena goes, hey man, you got a kid now. You got to be careful. And yeah. then Edge just kind of goes, yeah. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. Okay, cool. Neat. Awesome. Yep. Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins. This should have been a pay-per-view match. Again, uh, that's just me. I agree. But you know what? I like getting a pay-per-view match on Raw every it's, so it's often. It's nice every so often. It's it's very nice. Um, when was the last time we had a match that good on Raw? Big Show is incredible on commentary. And and I use the word incredible like because no one else really talks that well on commentary. He was so good. I hated it. Oh, really? Oh, I thought he was awesome. Maybe, maybe that was the point. Uh huh. Because now he that would I... like he like started yelling at Michael Cole, and there yeah. was a moment where it cut to them and like pulled back, and JBL looked terrified. I, while I at the time, uh-huh. and maybe looking back at it now, I can see why they did it. Uh-huh. But at the time, it was so distracting. Oh, I loved it from the match. Oh, I I thought the whole thing was to build to Big Show interfering in this match, and then a few and like a match with Roman Reigns. I thought it was so classic. Mm. It he every time they would say something positive about Roman Reigns, he would almost downplay it and be like, "Yeah, you can't you can't let him do that. He's too athletic. You have to stop him before he does that." And then it would be like, "No, you can't. 
Oh, he hit you with a Superman punch. Yeah, but I wasn't ready. You know, oh yeah, you're supposed to have a match. Yeah, well, he took a cheap shot. Every time they built him up, they All knocked right. him down. And then he would praise Rollins about like, what a gifted athlete. He's mm-hmm. so talented. He's so fast. He can hit you from anywhere. Wow. Seth Rollins is incredible. He's so great. He's the future of the WWE. I thought Big Show was so good. I, I felt like at least the first quarter to a third of the match uh-huh. was bulky. That he just said so many things that just didn't end up meaning anything or uh-huh. he was kind of wrong. I, I didn't mind it. I thought he was really good. Okay. I thought I thought that it made his character look a lot stronger. I, I think it just looked like you don't hear Big Ship talk a lot of shit, and he was just talking shit the whole time. I and and I guess that, like I said, in in retrospect, yeah, I appreciate it now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was just like, can we call the match? Oh, I love, yeah, but they don't call the match anyway. So I thought this was great. Yeah, they don't fucking call the match. So what do I care? Ah, eh, good point. Hey, if if you have a wrestler who can be that quick on commentary, yeah, do that for every fucking match because you're not calling it anyway. Yeah, push push the hell out of Rollins like he did. Yeah, yeah I mean, like that, that was great. Like they don't they don't call what's happening, so yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this match I thought was pretty good too. Uh, yeah, it was. Jane J, J, J get, kind of getting involved here and there, and then uh, Rollins ducks to get you know give a back body drop, reigns over the top, mm-hmm. sunset flip into a schoolboy into that. That Hunico Sinkara yeah. lift powerbomb spot. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that was really cool. The match ends where Big Show pulls uh, Reigns out of the ring in a DQ, and then throws him over a table, and then throws a table on him. Dope. That's cool. Hey, hey set, set it up some more. You you have a buffer between uh, Reigns and Rollins. Yep. Uh, you know that that's going to clash at some point. Exactly. So, great. Yep. I mean, this whole night was storytelling. Yep. I agree. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins backstage thanking the Big Show. And show walks off, and then Rollins is looking forward to the Cutting Edge Peep show. He wants to do a New Year's toast. That's it. Uh, it. Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose are going to have an ambulance match next week. Please don't do this. Please. That's all. Hey, I don't even want to harp on it. Please don't do this. That's it. We already have a non-feud between these two. Please don't do this. I agree. There you go. Uh, Daniel Bryan is backstage and then coming out, and then uh, he says... He talks about his dad dying and about how, like, his year his year was up and down and up and down. Mm-hmm. Am I out here to retire? No, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Holy shit. Awesome. Awesome. So great. So uh, great, so great, so great. I can't emphasize how much I love watching Daniel Bryan on screen. Yep. I, every time he's out there, I mean, everybody complain. I've heard people complain about him not being the greatest on the mic. He doesn't need to be great on Mm-mm. the mic. He doesn't need to be The Rock I or Jericho. Heart, I thought it was a heartfelt promo. Exactly. It was heartfelt. It gave you, again, it gave you character for him. It yep. told you why he was here. It gave him the sort of underdog, but then the over, you know, achiever. Yep. And now he's in the Royal Rumble. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, now I thought, okay, well, Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sure. Now I'm not that. sure. And I'm really excited about it. And that's that. what I'm excited about. Yep. There you go. So, good promo. He was mm-hmm. nice. Miz and Mizdow are backstage with Edge and Christian, and they want a rematch for their titles. Uh, Edge says that they can have a match, but not a rematch, and then he brings out Miz and Mizdow, and uh, it's the Ascension, who look like, I saw them described as, uh, if you were to watch a 90s sitcom mm. and there would be wrestlers in it, it would be the Ascension. <laughs> they look like airbenders. Which is, they <laughs> they just look like stereotypes, and it's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, they're Titantron. Is cooler than they are. They, yeah. Their Titantron is fuck. Like I want to watch that all day long. That was sick. that was awesome. Ascension has always been to me a tag team of presentation. Yep, rather exactly. Than yeah, performance. Holy shit, their Titantron was awesome. So they came out and they hit uh, Fall of Man 
on uh on Mizdow, and, and that was it. Why Miz and Mizdow? Because you gotta you gotta hurt the good guys, and you can't you can't. Uh-huh. Mizdow is so over with the crowd that you need these guys to be bad guys, and I feel like that's all you can do. And the Usos won the title, so you can't have them be the Usos because they're gonna chase the Usos. I, 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 and I see that, and I guess like, yeah, there is no face tag team in the WWE right now, but mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't like get over on Mizdow. They just got over on the previous tag team I, champions. I know it was really weird. So whatever. Uh, yeah. Again, they're Titantron video rules, and they are okay. Hopefully, they develop that a little bit better. Yep. Okay, we, hey, we get the Cutting Edge Peep Show. Um, I really liked Rollins in this. Oh I, thought, I thought he was great. He's like, you guys are my heroes. I'm really glad to be out here. And then he, like, just keeps turning and, like, he's a dick and he's a dick mm-hmm. and he's a dick mm-hmm. and he's a dick. And then Big Show comes out and Seth Rollins keeps being a dick and he's trying to call out John Cena. And he's like, oh, you force my hand, I force yours. Takes out Christian. Big Show grabs Edge, holds him down on the briefcase. And Seth Rollins is saying, Cena, you don't come out here right now. I'm going to paralyze this guy. I'm going to break has, his neck. He has a kid at home, and he's not going to be able to walk. Whoa, we got a little dark. <laughs> awesome. We, what I what just was, happened? I thought this was really cool. I thought this was great heel work because, man, you hate Seth Rollins. It's great. It's, mm-hmm. it's so much fun to hate him because he's so good at what he does. Yeah. Um, John Cena comes out, and he says, hey, John, you know what I want? Reinstate the authority. Reinstate the authority. I'm going to break his neck. Reinstate the authority. Don't come in here. I'm going to break his neck. Reinstate the authority. And, just, and then John Cena goes, authority. And then the authority is back. Fuck it, I'm going to kill him anyway. <laughs> when he said that, uh-huh. I lost my shit. Yep. Oh, that was great. I need more of that yep. on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. People being that raw... On Raw, yep. to fucking pardon my pun, mm-hmm. that is what we tune into. Yep. Like, that's what we tune in for, excuse yep. me. Cena gets a curb stomp, uh, and then, that, I mean, that was... Cena gets a curb stomp, the authorities back, uh, Rollins and Big Show and J&J celebrate at the top, and then Brock Lesnar comes out with Paul Heyman, and then the authority comes out. And uh, all I can think is that Seth Rollins must have had this plan the whole time to have the authority actually fly out there mm-hmm. to uh, join. Which I hope they make part of the story. I would hope, but I don't. Whatever. Hey. Uh, okay. Because, oh, hey, all of a sudden, after like six minutes of celebration, the authority is here. What, did they get on their fucking jet real quick from Stanford and I, come in? It just seems like the authority wanted uh, the holidays off. Yeah. We don't want to travel that much. I don't blame you. You got three kids and a dog. Yeah, there you have it. So there you go. Raw, all in all, what did you think? One of the best Raws of the year. Yeah, I, I guess we had to wait 52 weeks to get the good one, but we did it! So so, so sorry that I expect this every single week. <laughs> uh, very, very cool show. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Had a very good time. Uh, okay, let's get to a couple of emails because we are way over time already. Of course. Uh, Antonio G. I like Dean Ambrose. He makes funny faces. Thank you. Alex C. sent a house show report. Not going to be able to read it because we don't have time, but it's from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ethan H. also sent a house show report, but I think it's from a different city. I think it's from Cincinnati. Yeah, it is from Cincinnati, and it's pretty much the same show. <laughs> which is which is cool because, like, you only get to see a house show. You don't get to see anything else outside of your city. So yep. it's interesting to see that they book it the same way. Uh, Cody L. Uh, had a couple of thoughts uh, talking about Rollins heel work. Asked what we thought. We love it. We love it's it. Great. And then he said, too sweeting the both of you and wishing you a happy new year. Too sweet. Too sweet. For Cody L. 
Very oh, nice. Yeah. We you couldn't see it, but we actually just we did it. Sweeted. Um, Charles H. Uh, he was just talking about uh, how Z- he it was it was random raw notes mm-hmm. about Edge wearing a Sami Zayn shirt. That was awesome. And how they kept mispronouncing Ziggler to be Zigger. And I don't know if other people noticed that too, but it it, it kept striking me like, did you El- Ziggler? Lur. Lur. Just say Dolph. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Smith uh, with the last email. I can't picture Ryback reading the secret. Thank you. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it was very weird. I read the secret. Did you? Okay. Okay. Character building. <laughs> it was just, it was like, it was strange. We did it. We made Episode it. Episode 42. Blue 42, Jism is goo. We did it. All the way through. I'm blue. I would die if I was green. I would die. Wow, you fucking nailed it right from the get-go, Brian. Way to go. Brian, next week, Uh not going to be here. Uh, I'm not. I have to go to Las Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. My favorite Flintstones Hang out with Ryback uh, and his dad. In Sin City. I'm going to go feed him more. Feed me We're both doing a Ryback thing. You can't see it. More. Um, We're cool. So I'm going to be at CES. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're going to be at CES, come say hi and too sweet me. But you're not because it's for uh, it's for professionals, mm-hmm. and I'm a fucking goddamn pro yeah. at this. Yeah, Eric's gonna change CES to see Eric is sexy. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Except for the C part. No, it's like you can't see me. Oh wow, there's like John Cena. I'm on point tonight. Hey Brian, we're not gonna be here next week, so we gotta do a paper review. That's right. We have a paper review next week. I don't remember what number it is. Let's say it's our fourth one. I think so. Let's say it's just our next one. Yeah, Bill's gonna tell us. Yeah, for the next paper review, we are choosing ECW Guilty as Charged 1997. So watch it on the WWE Network. You know who just got WWE Network? Jake Innes. Our good friend, Jake Innes. Jake, from, my, my friend, I love you so much. From Gaming Cult Podcast, Jake Innes. So he, hopefully he watches ECW Guilty as Charged and writes a review. Don't do any research. Just watch it. Watch Guilty as Charged, match by match. Give us notes. Let mm-hmm. us know. Email us. Go home show at Mega64.com. Again, ECW Guilty as Charged 1997. Give us a review. We're going to have it up for you next week, and hopefully you enjoy it. Um... I like doing pay-per-views. They're fun to watch older shows and yeah. then run through them. Mm-hmm. We really, really, really want to read what you guys have to say. So yeah. send us email. Go home show at mega64.com for ECW. Uh, Guilty is charged 1997 for our next pay-per-review. You can also hit us up on Twitter at go home show on Tumblr, the go home show.tumblr.com and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the go home show. Brian, we're not going to review the beginning of the year in WWE, but that's okay. Cause we're gonna have a paper review. Brian, what do you have to say to these people? I don't like your attitude. Mm-hmm. And I want you to go home. <laughs>